What up, what up, what up? You tuned into the Jose Morales podcast where we talk sports, business, and everything in between. I'm your host, Jose Morales, and we are my boxing academy. Joining me in the ring today is nobody but myself. And what I'm going to cover this episode is I'm going to make the part two of Silence is Violence just because I had a lot of people uh, say I cut myself short. I should have talked a little bit more about my beliefs. Um, and then also had a lot of people disagree with me, which is normal that I'm always going to have that. But I kind of think uh, people didn't fully understand what I was talking about. So I'm going to go into a little bit more detail as far as that. Uh, but before I do that, I want to make sure that if you are listening to this and you have not listened to Silence is Violence, I suggest you to I recommend for you to listen to that first before you jump on this episode. Just so you have the background, the backstory of what I'm talking about. I am also going to give you tips as far as uh, how to run a business successful because it all tunes into this. I had mentioned in that previous episode where I'm going to talk about how um, my theory will affect a business in a positive way. Also, not just only the world. So I'm going to go, it's all going to connect from one point to the next point and continue on from there. First off, the last episode, one of the few uh, things that had people tell me is, I actually had about three different people tell me this, and I thought I'll touch this subject. As you guys know, I said that I think we need to be more kind, care for people more, communicate more, talk more. I had one uh, I had one person tell me that they felt like they were tired of being nice. So that's why now they were standing up for what they believed in. Had another person tell me uh, something similar, but they were like, you know, if one person says anything to me now, I'm ready to punch them in the face. Had another person tell me something along the same lines, right? So that's why I think my my message was not fully delivered correctly what i meant by being nice and caring and communicating to people more which is the reason why i shared that billy story um the whole immigration story that i talked about that people that did not believe in undocumented uh, people living in the u.s and people that are dreamers and blah 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 i talked about it in that in that episode i was talking about it because the way I reached the people to understand where I was coming from is that I did not provoke them. And if you know me from when I was a teenager, from 12, 13, up to like 16 years old, I would easily get provoked. I mean, I would get provoked and I would easily blow up on whatever person said anything about me. So if anyone called me illegal, a wetback, anything along those lines me instantly i'll stand up for what i believed in and then i would talk shit back and then one thing then to another and i would fall on an argument and i were both angry most of the time that led into a fist fight or something like uh, something along those lines which that doesn't end up in anything after you guys fight each other you guys probably dislike each other even more or the person that won the fight just feels good about themselves and they go on about the day and everybody else is the other one is still still upset about whatever it is that they believed in. So 
Is that really a problem solver? Nope, not in my eyes because no one came into an agreement. Versus when I shared the Billy story, Billy actually felt like shit afterwards. And Billy actually talked to me and we kept our relationship going and Billy actually ended up supporting dreamers, which w wouldn't have been the case if I would have just started talking shit. Also, I think a lot of people with that message, or at least the people that told me this, misunderstood standing up for what you believe in and getting walked all over. So it sounded like some got taken advantage of, not taken advantage of, but they heard people say stuff and they never said anything back. And now they're at the point where they're boiling and ready to blow up. And I think anyone can agree with that, that if any time you never communicate with somebody and you just hold everything in, they're going to keep constantly pushing your buttons until one day you're finally going to blow up. And I think that's where some people may be at this point now. We're so fed up with where we are at in life and where everything's headed that we're fed up and we're standing up by causing more problems, which in my mind, again, I just went over it, does not, I do not believe that is a fix to this. And I'm going to get into detail of how we're going to fix this as more as I go into it. But people wanted to know where I stand with all this. What are my beliefs with all this? All this meaning the political side between Democrats and Republicans, between Biden and Trump, between uh, do I believe in COVID? Do I believe in masks? Do I believe in all these conspiracy theories? Because I said I believe in conspiracy theories. Now people think I'm a just conspiracy theorist. Uh, guru or whatever that just all I care about or all I believe in is that well what I believe in is that neither of the fucking political it don't matter who the fuck is in there Biden or Trump none of them motherfuckers gonna pay my bills that's the first thing that I believe in <laughs> and I think you guys all can agree with me on that that is true now would it make a difference probably who's in there may cause some havoc around whatever it is that i'm doing but at the end of the day what's going to be the biggest difference is myself um and that's why me personally i don't and besides the fact that i cannot vote so i don't really get too pumped up behind this whole thing because i can't even vote even if i wanted to vote because i'm a dreamer i don't have those rights i can pay taxes though <laughs> but i don't have those rights to vote so i don't really get into all the details of oh i'm gonna for sure vote for biden or trump or whatever you know what i'm saying i do see that from the outside looking in there's a whole lot of provoking going on based off what i see on the news what i hear from people when i talk to people when i see on social media a lot of people are provoking each other what i mean by provoking each other is they're pushing buttons if you don't believe in this you're a fucking retard you're a that you're a pussy you're a mm, mm, and the list and the list and the list goes on and on and on you're a retard you're a sheep you're this and i'm hearing that word sheep get tossed around a lot a lot of people are sheep now and if you could see me right now i'm putting the quotation the little two fingers up because the reason why i feel like a lot of people are saying that you are a sheep i think at the at this point everyone's a sheep because this is what i mean by everyone those that believe that conspiracy theories that, oh, if you believe in COVID and, and all this, you're a sheep. 
Well, this is how deep into this conspiracy theories I'm in that I'm looking at. Why can they block off? You guys remember that doctor came out with that uh, video of how she came out with a COVID uh, cure. They blocked that video off off the Internet so quick. But all this other stuff, all this child stuff and all this other stuff going on, all this conspiracy theories thing that goes on, that doesn't get blocked off. The reason why that's not getting blocked off, in my opinion, is because they want us to see a little bit because, you know, that's going to cause that's going to cause more segregation. That's going to cause people calling other people sheep for believing something else. But when really the ones that are getting played is the entire fucking world, everyone as a whole, every person on this not just the world but in our country is getting played because now you're making your they're making us believe because look if they didn't want us to hear know about all this conspiracy shit they're really hiding it i guarantee you they could block that shit off the internet just like they did with that um that doctor talking about the covid cure so they they show us a little bit because they want us to fight they want us to keep arguing they want us to be like Oh, you're a sheep. No, you're a sheep. You're a retard or this and that. That's what they want. That's my opinion. Because if they really cared about us, the real fix to this is what I'm going to talk about today. Um, But before I talk about that, I want to explain to you how I feel about this whole political thing. We have two sides right now that are at war with each other, fighting over one thing. And that one thing is power. They're fighting over power. And this reminds me a lot of Mexico because if you ever watched, if you're familiar with Mexico political, if you're not, watch Narcos. You get familiar with real quick. Every presidential year, uh, I mean election year, when you have two presidents going to, they're they're going at it about who's going to be the next president of the country, you know who's funding them? Different cartels. And each cartel is funding a president. And when that president is being funded by a cartel, there's a cartel is really fighting amongst each other. It has nothing to do with what the actual president is because whoever, whatever president they win, if it's the president they are funding, they get to have the upper hand on the control of the whole country or the way the drug trade and everything works. In this case, it may be something else a lot bigger than that. And that's what I believe this all has to do with. And again, this is my opinion, my theory. I could be completely wrong. I don't know, but this is the way I see everything. And again, even if I am right or wrong, either or I feel like it's not going to make a difference unless we the people stand together, unite together, and we fix ourselves. And that's what I'm going to get into. Um, If you look at history itself, years past, years in the back, everything from way back in the ancient years, anything, you can look anything in the history books, you guys can agree history always repeats itself. And anybody that made a positive impact, a positive impact, listen to that, positive impact and actually changed something was usually a nonviolent leader. For real, nonviolent leader. Gandhi. I don't know you guys know who Gandhi is, but Gandhi got the British out of his country and got his country back without being violent. Gandhi did that. No wars, no nothing. MLK. I don't got to talk about MLK. You guys know what MLK did. 
But MLK got provoked daily on a daily basis. Got his buttons pushed and pushed and pushed. And he remained strong. Those are the things that we are missing. And that is what I talk about every day in and out of in the gym in my home with my wife and now i'm on podcast with you guys so this is why i feel like all this actually starts at home and those that follow me on instagram i actually put a post up recently uh quoting barbara bush with a picture of my sons and the code said something about whatever happens in the white house doesn't matter what ha- matters is what we do at home and let me explain to you what we got to do at home. I feel like home, at least here, we're losing a lot of culture. And some of us may not even have culture because we get our culture erased as we get here. And if you come from another country, you probably had culture. And if you're second or third generation, you could tell that culture slowly, slowly, but surely fading away. And I could tell you that from experience. And I could even tell you that now more that I recently met my father's side of the family. And I can compare it to my mother's side of the family. The lack of culture is huge. And it's not because my mother's side um, doesn't care or doesn't nothing. It's because we were, they were, it was a lack of teaching and a lack of love and a lack of education which my father's side maintained it they didn't let that fade away and that is what we have to do is we can't let that fade away and if you don't have no culture do this i myself i got married had kids never had a father so i didn't really have no culture exactly of what to do in life or how i should be a good leader at home but i created little cultures that we uh, a little routines little things that i did to kind of create this culture at home meaning dates with my kids individual dates with my kids weekend trips uh by trips i'm meaning maybe going to the american river every saturday maybe going to Folsom lake it doesn't have to be las vegas every weekend i'm talking about some sort of excitement some sort of something at the end of the week to keep that spark in the family when you have a spark in your family and your family's constantly looking into looking forward to something oh i can't wait till friday because friday my wife and i we're gonna go have pizza and then we're gonna go watch a movie and then saturday morning after my son's soccer game my son and i we're gonna go play miniature golf together you know what i mean this is all shit that i've just made up this is something that when you do that at home, your family has something to look forward to. And when they have something to look forward to at home, they're not going to be looking forward to it in the streets. They're not going to be looking forward to it anywhere else because they have it at home. That spark with your wife, that spark with your kids will always be there. But it is very difficult to keep it if you're not maintaining it. And that is what happened that is what's happening that's one thing as how how do how we got to create it also you have to create core values at home what is core values core values is you have to explain to your wife your kids and you have to lead by example of how you are 
what what exactly is important to you and your family so for example in my family i actually just made a a um a a video of you i don't know if you guys watched on my instagram story where my son where i asked my sons what is the most important thing in life and my oldest alonso said family right away my youngest two-year-old says family also and he already breaks it up who's in his family he says mom dad alonso and me he actually said to himself twice because he's a little cocky bastard but the this is what i mean by that that is what we have to teach our kids like i said i'm teach uh, i'm already doing it from the very beginning because i want them to know that that's the most important thing in life nothing's more important than, and that is the dead truth and that's same for me not only am i teaching them that but i'm leading that i'm showing them by example that every day the most important thing for me in my life is them and when he sees that when they see that and they feel that guess what they're going to start teaching to everybody they come across their kids when they have their kids and the and the culture goes on that way and that's how you create a tradition a tradition that a lot of us in America do not have. And the reason why we do not have tradition is because it got erased. They made us forget about our tradition. Everyone had a tradition at one point. Now we have we have some tradition. Yeah, Thanksgiving tradition, Christmas tradition, New Year tradition. But where the fuck is the Monday through Sunday tradition? Where is the dinner together? Where is the praying together? Where is that tradition at? Where is the tradition that we spend time with our kids? Where is the tradition that we spend time with our wife at? All these things that you have to do at home if this is important to you. This, is, this may not be important to you. This is what is important to me. Again, this is what I believe we got to do to fix this world. I'm going to continue on to how this will affect into the business. The reason why I said in the previous podcast how if you do not work at a workplace where they value your family they value you or they value anything that you care for a lot whether that's a sport a hobby your wife your girlfriend your boyfriend your whatever it is that you value in life so if you value hunting and they don't give a fuck about your hunting that's not a that's not going to be that's going to be a horrible workplace for you because you're not going to be happy every time you want to go fucking hunting guess what your boss says i don't give a fuck you're not going to take no days off what's wrong with you we got we got work to do but now imagine you have a boss that actually cares for you and actually cares for what you like to do hey uh fucking hunting season starts next week is there any way i can move a couple days from my ding from my schedule da, 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 so i can go to my hunting season and then your boss says, boom, makes it happen because he knows that that's going to make you happy. And he knows that that's what that's what matters to you. Not many people would do that. But if you have a, a job or a boss or you work somewhere or you are that boss that has the same core values like that, that creates happy work environment, happy employees, happy customers, happy families. Because if he wasn't upset, let's say he wasn't able to go hunting. Guess what happens? Now he's upset. Now after work, guess what he does? He gets some 
some beer, maybe get some drugs, maybe get some prostitute. Now he's getting fighting with his wife. Now he's beating his kids. And that's how we fuck up this world. And I think that's where we got to where we're at now because we are losing our tradition and we're losing what's important, which is family. Family is over everything. Um, and now let me explain to you why this is so big from the business side. Um, a lot of people may not understand why this is so huge from the business side. Um, before I do that, if you're in a business and you're going to start a business, before you start your business, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. And those reasons must be because you care or you're going to make some sort of impact or you care for what you do or you love what you do. Never ever do anything because it makes x amount of money and you just know it makes great money for example let me tell you a story when i was going to open the gym i had million I, I so many different people tell me so many different ideas and the people that told me these ideas were successful people one of the persons that shared uh this idea with me which is actually going to be on the podcast with me coming up is mr pickles himself he's one of the guys that I actually sat down talked to during this time because he started multiple businesses and myself I already had um I was new to the game as far as starting a business so he was one of kind of my mentor guys where I asked a lot of questions to and I shared my ideas of what I wanted to do and then he shared his feedback of what he thought was best for me when I shared my idea of what I want to do with the gym you know what he told me he told me what you should do is Go look at these nine round gyms and see what they do. They don't need that much space. 30 minutes all day long. Any trainer, you can have millions of people going in and out of there and it creates great income. He told me you should go here, go here, give me a list of nine rounds I should go check out. And guess what I did? It's a great fucking idea, but it's not in my heart. It was not in my heart. So you know how many nine rounds I went to check out? Zero. None. I actually still haven't been into one. And the reason why I didn't do that is because I didn't care about how much money it made. What I cared for is how much of an impact I was going to make. My heart, I wanted to talk to people. I wanted to show people what boxing showed me. I wanted to change someone's life the way boxing changed my life. I didn't do it because, oh, so-and-so is going to make this much money. No, that is not why I did this. That is not why I got into this. Um, and so I never went to check out any nine rounds and I did what I did because I love my, I was in, I was in love with, I was in love with my vision, not with all the other things that were here. Not that it was wrong because he was right. I could have made a lot more money and probably a lot faster. That just wasn't me. So back to step two of this, all this that I'm talking about how this is going to make an impact. That's the first way to make an impact is you make sure whatever you do in life, you're doing it because you love it, not because of the money. Second step to this is when, you, when you're going to start working at whatever it is that you're working, you have to um, be resourceful. You have to be... So, for example... If I'm going to tell you a story. When I got my first great paying job in my mind, that job at the dealership that I always talk about, 
my wife was pregnant. Uh, I had a lot on my mind as far as responsibilities. Those were the, these were all new responsibilities that I never had before. So in my mind, while my wife was sleeping or my wife was sitting there, I would jump in my phone. And this is going to sound fucking funny to you, but I, this is real talk. I really did this. I sat there on my phone and right before I, right, I had just got hired and right before I started and I was looking at there because I did not want to lose this job. Like this was probably one of the biggest uh, chances I got in my life. And I, I, I wanted to make sure that I was there forever and I was going to kill it and I was going to do good because I did not want to lose this. So as I was sitting there laying in bed, I looked at my phone and I put typed in on Google. How can you create job security? <laughs> and I typed it in on Google. And one of the things it said, make sure your resource, you, you are, you are the last guy they're going to let go. You do the little things. You are such a great worker that when there's nothing going on, you're fucking cleaning toilets, you're fucking doing whatever it is to get the job done. So when it gets slow and they got to lay people off, you're the last fucking person they're going to lay off. You know why you're the last person to lay off? Because you're the engine to that business. You're the one that's making that business turn and run every single day. So that stuck in my mind. When I went to work, I was doing everything. I was making sure I was that guy. And I became that guy and I was successful. So now I'm going to pass this on to this. Imagine you going to a tire shop. Right? Imagine you're going to a a tire shop and... You are the guy that's that that the guy that's helping you at the tire shop that you always see or anywhere. We can go anywhere. We go to Dutch Bros. We go anywhere that you go to. And this person that is helping you starts a conversation with you, super friendly, asks you about your day. And as he's asking you about your day, he uh, you tell him, "Oh, I'm gonna go to the movies." Blah blah blah. And then he tells you about all these deals about the movies. Oh, did you know Studio Movie Girl does five dollars on Tuesday? It's Tuesday today. You could get a movie for five dollars or you could do this or you could do that. Or he's just talking to you. It's not just, oh, you want a number three? Okay, have a nice day. No, now they're having a full on conversation with you and now they're being resourceful, giving you tips that has nothing to do with whatever service you're getting on that on that day. What that happens when when that happens, you create a not only a friend. But a long time, a long time client because they always come back to you because they like you, they trust you and they love you. Right. Some of you guys are probably thinking, well. Jose. I'm not that talkative. And I do know some people like that that are not talkative, so I get it. And if you are not that talkative type of person, you know what you do? You work for someone or you work for someone or if you're the owner or you're the boss, you find people that are talkative. If you're not talkative, you find people that will pass your message the way you wanted to pass it, even though you're not the talkative one. And if you are not the talkative, you find somebody, a team, and you play your role. So, for example, let's say I'm not that talkative type, but I have all these core values. Well, now, when I go apply for whatever position I do, let's say I'm a cook, I'm going to go work at a place that has these same core values that I have that believe in me. Same core values. That means they care for, for example, they got to have core values at home. 
and core values at work. My core values as a man, for me, is family over everything. You got to be unselfish and you always got to make a positive impact. That's like me, my personal that's like my core values at home that I follow every fucking day. And I actually follow on my work, too. You have to find a spot to work at, a place to be around, a team to be around that has your core values, even though if you're not talkative. So let's say I go work for Joe, Joe Snyder and I'm a talk and I'm and I don't talk at all. But Joe Snyder's team has the same core values I have. He cares about family. He's unselfish and he wants to make positive impact. I'm going to go to Joe Snyder and figure out whatever I can do to be on Joe Snyder's team because I love his vision. I love what he does. And what and, and if Joe Snyder is a good leader, he's going to put me in whatever he thinks I could do best. And guess what? Joe Snyder thinks I'm a good cook. Well, at his restaurant, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be that cook. I'm going to be that bomb cook to all these other people that are making a bomb impact and every person that walks through those doors, every server, every busser, every host. I'm the cook in the back that's pushing them to make sure they do the correct, have a good attitude, and we all maintain that good culture in our doors. And that's me. That's that's I'm the guy that doesn't talk. And I'm and I'm helping make an impact. You know how I'm make I'm helping make an impact? I'm letting, I'm having, I'm helping all my team players, my servers feel good about themselves. I'm assisting them. And they're the ones assisting the people walking through the doors. And every person that walks through those doors and that's angry and that felt shitty, then now came to Joe Snyder's restaurant and felt amazing. And now they went home and probably triggered on on fourth and on and domino effect down downhill from there. You get you get where I'm going with this? So now I'm gonna share with you guys my core values as a business. And these are core values that we all follow at Jose Morales Boxing Academy. Coach David follows them. Coach Jose follows them. Coach Nacho follows them. Claudia and Kelly follow them. And these are our core values. Be professional. Be humble. Be a leader. Be loyal. Be a team player. Be caring. Go the extra mile. And the last one, always do the right thing. These are my core values. This is what is important to me as a person. This was important to me as a, a leader. And this was important to Jose Morales Box Academy as a business and as a whole. And this is what we live and die for. These are my 10 commandments at the gym. For real. And we live off of this. And, and those that go to the gym or, or around the gym, you could probably agree that we are all like that. And that is how you create a culture at, at, at your business. And this is how you create a happy environment, not only for your team, but for your members. Next step. Or not next step, but let me explain. What, you know, before I go into the next thing, let me tell you guys a story real quick. When you do all these things, these things have to actually come from your heart. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to be caring and not be fucking caring or act like you're caring, but you're not really caring. And what I mean by that is you can be like, oh, yeah, I really care for you and really not give a fuck about them. It can't be fake. This shit has got to be 100 percent real. This shit has really got to come from your heart. For example, if you guys hear me at the gym, I always tell people it was nice to see you. Good. Great to see you. And I fucking mean that. 
And then I tell you, you need any help with anything? And I fucking mean that. Some of you guys just ignore me. You may think that I'm full of shit. But I'll tell you something. I'm not full of shit. I'm being 100% honest when I mean I'm there for you, whatever you need. For example, about five years ago, I had this guy that moved here new to the area. And he he had just signed up to the gym, right? And uh, I was talking to him. I think it was like a Friday. Yeah, it was a Friday. And I asked him, hey, you know, what are you doing this weekend? He looked at me and he said, I'm moving, Jose. I said, what? I was like, what? That's tight. Where you moving to? He starts telling me a story that he's moving um, to an apartment now. And he has all his stuff in storage, blah, blah, blah. You know what I said? Do you need help? Do you need help moving? Me, the boxing coach, asking him if he needs help. What does this go back to what I was telling you guys about being resourceful? Be resourceful. So I asked him, do you need help? He looked at me and was like, what What you mean, do you need help? And he said, you know what, Jose, I do need help. I don't know no one here. I just moved here. I'm not from this state. Um, I mean, he's actually from the East Coast. And uh, I said, yeah. Do you need help? And he said, he said, I do. I don't know anyone. Can you help me? So you know what I did? It was Saturday morning. I showed up with a couple boxers from the gym. I said, I texted him. I said, hey, guess what? Tomorrow, instead of running, we're going to go help some guy move. My boxer said, yes. We made it a day. We built some camaraderie. We helped this guy move. At the end, he gave money to the two boxers. I told him, I don't need no money, man. That's all love. That's for you. And after that, this guy was so grateful forever. He kept going to the gym. And what I mean by going to the gym is he kept being a member. And by being a member, as I meant, he kept paying. But he was never actually going to the gym. And again, if you know me and you know the gym, I don't like you doing that shit. I call you. I say, where you at? Where you been? What's going on? So I did that week after week. A few times he just ignored me. Sometimes he answered, gave me a weak ass excuse. And one day he finally said, you know what, Jose? I'm going to tell you and I'm going to be honest with you. It's been, it's been hard as fuck to get in the gym. He's all, but I honestly don't even care. If I'm paying and paying and paying because I will f- always remember that day you helped me move and didn't want my money. And you honestly just helped me move out of the kindness from your heart. And because of that, I will always support you. That was five years ago. It is now 2020 and this guy still pays and this guy still goes to the gym. And what I mean by still goes to the gym is he still pays and does not go. Still. I check with him. He goes every now and then. He goes probably about five times, five between five to ten times a year. But pays all year long. And he told me, I will always support you. And guess what? During COVID and all these gyms were closing, no payroll. Guess who was the guy that called me and said, keep charging me? Yep, it was him. So what I mean by all this, when I helped the move, do you think I helped the move thinking, oh, shit, one day this guy is going to pay nonstop forever and ever. So I better go help this guy move. Fuck no, I didn't think about that. 
I thought about it as I'm going to help this guy move because he needs help. I didn't give a fuck if he was going to do this or not. And guess what? Even if he did not do this, my ass would still help him move. And I still help. And I still help people with all this random stuff like this day in and day out. There's one time out of this entire time I didn't help somebody move because during COVID, I was at home um, and I was actually up in the mountains or something like that. Because I don't know if you guys remember, I was up in the mountains. Someone asked, asked me to help them move and I was unable to. I felt like shit. But real talk, if I can do it and if I can, if I'm available and, and I'm not busy, I'm there. And if I'm not there, I'll try to find a way to make it happen because it's coming from the kindness of my heart. And I mean it when I tell you that I'm there for you. It's no bullshit. It's no bullshit. And that's 100% real. And when you act this way, this shit is contagious. It's real contagious. You see your, I can easily tell Kelly to be this way. I could tell Nacho and David to be this way. But when they see me actually being the way I told them to be, that's when they start doing it on their own. So it is a very contagious way to be when you're around people like that. And now imagine your kids being that way and they're going to home, they're going to friends and they're, and their friends see that family is everything and then the world is changing in that way. And the reason why I feel so strongly about this is because I see it every day in the gym. I'm around people that are feel strongly about one thing. They hate this person. They hate these type of things. They hate this. They have all this hate. They're pushed by hate. They're Democrats, they're Republicans, they're this, they're immigrants, they're not immigrants, they're anti-immigrants, they're this, blah, 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 blah. But once they walk through the doors, everyone is full of love. And they're full of love because I show nothing but love. That is why. So, that is why I believe this is huge. And this is why I feel like business-wise, it's great for business, it's great for families, it's great for the world. If you're listening to this and you think I'm incorrect or you love what I'm talking about, anything, or you absolutely hate what I'm talking about, please let me know, man. I love the feedback. I would love to know, love to hear what you feel about all this. Also, screenshot that you listen to this, put it on your IG, tag me, let me know, let the world know, share it with somebody you know, share it with a business owner, share it with somebody you love, someone you care for, let me know. And last but not least, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys have a great day. Whatever it is that I catch you with this, have a good one. And we out. <laughs>